0: Discovered Planet podcast hosted by Damo Sims and Nick Stapani. you beautiful people, and welcome back to the Undiscovered Planet podcast with me, Damo Sims, and the stockmeister, Mr. Nick Star Pawnee. Hey, how's it going? How you doing, mate? You alright? Yeah, great, thanks. How are you? Oh, it's been too long. It's, do you know what?
1: It's been far too long. Yeah. Far too long. I mean, I've had people message, where, where, where's the, are you going to do another where podcast? Where are Where we? Where are we? Where are we? We are, we so are I did here. Say, I did say a big, big apology has to come. So from myself, from Damo, and from the birthday girl herself, Emma, our researcher. Not Josh, because he's a little, tiny, horrible, grivling little, <laughs> horrible boy He's <here. laughs> back, he's back. Can't he's stand back. him. We are sorry. We are so sorry. But it yep. wasn't my fault. It wasn't Damo's fault. It was no. Josh's fault. That's why he's not here today.
0: It was Josh's fault. Yeah, uh, happy birthday, Amit. <laughs> I hope you've had a wonderful time. And thank you so much again for all the hard work you do with us. Absolutely. Thank you so much. Oh, I love Emma to bits. She's great, isn't she? She's,
1: she's just, wonderful. She's, just, she's a, such a wonderful chicken nugget. I love her to both
0: The consummate professional. Always, always, always. Nick, what have, what have we got this week? Well, this week, Damo.
1: I've got some, because been literally a couple of weeks since our last freaking show. Yeah. Okay? Yeah. And I've got some, well, this was supposed to be for, for last week's show. So if you've seen somebody in the 60s, five foot two, grey, short curly hair, <laughs> lumberjack jacket, and dungarees.
0: I forgot yeah. about it.
1: Yeah. Well, mate, you wait until. I mean, should I tell it now? Why not? Have we had some news? Listen, Joanne from Battersea in London. Hi, Joanne. Hi, Joanne. No word, no word of a lie, guys, but the following morning, after listening to the podcast, I saw a Phyllis, as described on the show. She was stood at the bus stop at the opposite side of the road to me.
0: It freaked me out. A tiny little bit of wee came out. <laughs> That's it oh, would. my goodness, mate. That's unbelievable. unbelievable. So we have a Phyllis. We already have one Phyllis out there.
1: There's one. There's another one. Oh, go Lee on. from Lee from Lutterworth, which I believe is in Leicestershire. Yeah. said that Phyllis sounds uh, the spitting image of his neighbour, but she's not called Phyllis though. Well,
0: that doesn't matter. That doesn't count then, does it? Well, I it he, he counts because he's he's taken the time. No, to, he does. Proper message. Yes, and thank you, thank you, thank you so much for for letting us know about them. So we are, we have already started breeding Phyllises. They they were. I'm trying, I'm trying to think of the name that they were called again. It's when we. It's when. It's when collectively we we um, we urge like something. A doppelganger. No, it no, it's, knows, it's not. No. It's not a doppelganger. And um, this oh, I
1: know what you mean. When we collect it all together,
0: when yeah. we're all we collectively can create it, which is what yeah. we are doing. Well, we've already sprung one for definite up, one for definite, <laughs> aren't we? <laughs> in London, these are fellas loose in London.
1: Wow! So, I tell you what, Joanne, you should have. I tell you, look. If if you do come across, let me just go again. Right, it's a woman in her sixties, around five foot two, grey, short, curly hair lumberjack jacket, and dungarees. Now, if you do spot somebody in that description, please, please, please do try and take a video or photo and email it to us, undiscoveredplanet at hotmail.com or upload it to your socials and use hashtag undiscoveredplanet. Wow. That's crazy, mate. Unbelievable, but also uh, something quite um, not on the same okay. level, Okay. but somebody who wants to remain as Mr. X. Um, a little later on, I'll tell you about his UFO story. That yes. Shared with us. So, yeah, that's all coming up. Plus the Supernatural
0: Quiz as well. We can't like forget that. The on Supernatural Quiz. I love that. I love that. Right, so the bulk of the show, we're going to talk about shadow people mm. yeah now we kind Aww. of we kind of touched on shadow people before in one of the other slightly. episodes and yeah, i mentioned uh that my eldest child dylan um who's now a man he's no longer a child um, when he was younger he claimed that he'd had a few experiences with not just a shadow person but some shadow people and there's also some twists and turns in this now I spoke to to Dylan um, earlier on today Uh, he jumped on and he spoke to me so I have actually got um, a bit of audio so I think it'd be really good to start the show um, if we get this audio on sit back listen to this this is me speaking to Dylan about his experiences with the shadow people so Dylan first of all obviously thank you so much for, for talking to us this week now um, we're talking about um, the, in this episode, Shadow Man. You, yeah. you've now this is something very close to me. Obviously, you've you been my son. You've had an experience with a shadow person that you told me about when you were growing up as, as a young kid. Can you, can you just tell us a little bit about when did you first see the shadow person?
2: So we're going back to when I was about eight years old. Um, I was sharing a room at the time with my sibling. And uh, we had a bed, a double bed, bunk bed that was positioned right in front of the bedroom door, facing the landing and the bathroom. Um, and on this night, I don't know what it was, I was just trying to sleep, but I was very, like, um, restless basically. And something just drew my, my attention, and, and I had a quick glance towards the door, and I saw a man with a top hat and a and a drenched coat, shadowed out, all complete black silhouette, uh, walking across the doorframe towards the bathroom.
0: Can, can you can you describe this person? I mean, with the with the tall, I mean there's the size of a doorframe, so with the with the tall, with the small, with the large, with yeah, the thin?
2: I would say that the top hat just about touched the top of the doorframe. Um they were rather slim build. Um And it it kind of came to a surprise for me, at least, because I saw not just him, but it was a woman, then it was a little girl, then it was a younger boy, then he went dog, cat, and mouse. And it was something that kind of reciprocated, it kept on happening. Was
0: was this the first experience you've had then? The first time you saw him was all of them together?
2: It was, yeah, it was the way I kind of envisioned it, it was like a portal between um the bathroom and the landing because it kept on like replaying almost where they would they would like walk looping. through the like bathroom loop. and then the so, top up man would lead the way again
0: so it was like looping over like kind of a parade over and over again yeah, yes. so so when this happened as well i mean obviously can, can you tell from the the, the 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 side of the face with the side of the face where they're facing towards you where they're looking towards with walking towards the bathroom?
2: They were looking directly ahead, walking into the bathroom, like a, like a, a line of people.
0: What was there was the a feeling that came at the same time that you saw him? Did you feel nothing? Obviously, was it just a fact of seeing him that, that was like, it, was it scary? What, how did it feel for you?
2: The first night, I must say, it was a lot of mixed emotion. It was curiosity. It was fear. Of the unknown, what I was seeing, a a lot of things kind of took over my mind during that night.
0: So this is one night, doors open, you see this shadow person parade that's looping over and over again. And how long did this? How long did this particular incident happen? How long did it go on for? Was it for a few minutes? Was it? I mean, it was it was
2: continuous until I fell asleep. It could have gone on, on all night.
0: But how, how long do you reckon you were awake for? Then watching this for?
2: I mean, the first night felt like forty minutes to an hour, but it could it could have been longer or shorter. I don't, I don't know. Well, right,
0: so that long then, nearly nearly an hour of watching them just lipping over and over and over them, again.
2: Yeah, I'd say curiosity really took over my mind on the first night.
0: So you say the first night. So this this wasn't the only night that you saw the shadow people.
2: It, it started to reoccur and it got a bit more serious.
0: Okay, let's, let's move on then to the, the next incident. Can you remember the next incident you had?
2: Well, the following night, because this was pretty much a following pattern that I noticed, um, it happened again, but this time I forced myself to go to sleep. On um, the, the following morning, I, I came straight to you and mom, and I urgently asked for the bed to be moved to the the other side of the room, away from the door. I used the excuse that the landing light was keeping me awake because I didn't know how to explain Do you know,
0: I can read, and now you've said that, that's made me go a bit cold because I can actually remember you doing that.
2: Yeah, I didn't know how to recall or how to even approach this kind of topic because being so young, and obviously I, I knew of ghosts and stuff like that, but I'd never experienced anything myself until this moment. Not not as serious anyway, or sinister. It was like hard and proof right in front of me.
0: So the the second time that you saw the shadow, was it the shadow man alone then? Uh, it
2: it was the same parade. I mean, it's funny you you call it that because it really did look like a, a parade. It was just the, the, the same group that would just waltz past the door, and it was almost like I don't know. It was almost just like a conveyor belt, but it was the same people yeah you can tell they, 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 they were, the woman had this like long dress that they would wear from the olden times it looked like that anyway you know the, the girl had a dress on the boy seemed to be wearing like a little flat cap kind of thing and it sure was all very something. evidence of prominence of what i was seeing for the clothing that they were wearing can, can, I ask, um,
0: can i ask where they when they were walking as well did they just seem to be walking like nonchalantly just walking along or did they seem yeah, to they be almost? Always-
2: really- wasn't, they, they weren't, Marching it, threatening. it just, it was very mildly intimidating for someone that was unsure of what they were seeing, but definitely sparked the curiosity <laughs> inside of myself.
0: So this is the second time that you experienced the shadow people. Did you experience them anymore?
2: Yeah, so I think it was the third night, um, once we'd actually moved to the bed. I was waiting in bed, and at this point, it was rather late. I think it was getting up towards midnight, um, and I think you were out. I think you were at work at the time, and it was only me, mom, and at the time, Lucas, um, and we were just in the in the house alone. And around about this time, I hadn't heard anything, but I had this overwhelming urge to kind of get out of bed and peek towards the door to see what was going on as I got out of bed and I only had one foot on the floor and one foot kind of in the bed and just leaned a little bit forwards to try and just get a quick glimpse the the shadow man in the top hat and the drench coat was standing facing into the room at the doorway Uh, so it immediately stroked fear into me I, I dived into my bed and I brought the covers right up to my chin. Now, at this point, I was sharing the bed with Lucas, lying there, and they were fast asleep. They, they weren't conscious at all. And within a matter of seconds of me getting in the bed, the floorboards made a creaking sound like he was entering the room. Wow. So I instantly pulled the covers up towards my face and started doing the little, I'm having a quick peek and coming back into the safety of this cover. <laughs> Uh, and I can physically see it walking into the room, this apparition, and it stands at the bottom of the double bed. So I can only see his chest and his waist. That The head is basically where the double bed is. So the
0: top half yeah, is where the top half of the bunk bed is, so you can't see his shoulders and his head.
2: Yeah, but I can see the chest and his waistline kind of thing. Um, and at this point, I am internally frightened, like, full blown scared sure, for, yeah. life, for any outcome that's going to happen because it, it's it this at this point it hit me like a ton that i realized it's a very real scenario that this apparition can not just loop and do this thing that it's been doing for the past couple of nights but it can physically pinpoint me out in a room and walk up to me so it stroke direct fear into me um i i was hiding under the covers for about five minutes it felt and when I peeked up out of the covers to, to see if it was still standing in the room, praying that it had left, it wasn't there anymore. And, a, and a, for a brief moment, I felt this like fresh air, this, this reassurance that I was safe. And then I look up and as I look up, and it sounds so stupid, <laughs> it really does. Okay. Um, I see a silhouette of a mouse a mouse's head i can i can very clearly see its ears and the shape of its head peeking over between the wall and the the top bunk side of the bed
0: like it's on the the top bunk looking down at you
2: yeah and i don't know why but at that point i just thought this is getting out of hand i need to get out of this room and go to something that feels safe so i ran into mom's room and the only words i ever said to her was there's a mouse in the room i couldn't really explain that it what I'd just seen and that kind of matter. So I explained that there was a mouse.
0: Do you know, uh, now, now you've said this as well, I think I can remember the, the was, debacle said, is there's a mouse somewhere in the house.
2: Yeah, you ended up getting an exterminator who said that there's no
0: mice. Yeah. <laughs> <I asked> somebody <laughs> came and I'd look, somebody that I knew came and I'd look and said there's no mice. Yeah. <laughs> no droppings or anything in here. So that was that was the mouse incident then.
2: Yeah, yeah. And it, it was something that since, since then I hadn't really experienced the shadow family. But I have seen, between then and to now, an apparition of a shadow man, but he hasn't got the top hat. He doesn't wear the coat. It's just a silhouette of a very tall, black-tailed figure.
0: So you you still see him every now and again?
2: Yeah, yeah. The, the, he does this um, this thing I call, like it's like hide-and-seek almost, but he just peeks around the corner, and when you look or you you kind of acknowledge he's there, he shoots back.
0: Out to the corner of your again. eye.
2: Yeah, he he likes to play a lot of games. I mean, a lot of times I've, I'm not the only person where we hear our names being called out inside of you from family members, and no one's said anything.
0: Do Do you get a feeling that what, what to you what is the shadow man? Do you think? Do you think it's it's just a a spirit, an entity? Is it something darker?
2: So, growing up, I've always wanted the answer. You know, what is what is it that I've experienced? What is it that's kind of happened in my life that led to me witnessing and experiencing this? And I did a little bit of research, and I, I know I found out that I'm not the only person, not just here in the UK, but in the world, that has actually seen the man in the top hat who wears this trench coat. Yeah, I have looked into numerous different theories, but I think the one that does stick with me, the one that kind of makes me go a bit more inclined to thinking – that makes sense is it if that there is a spiritual realm could this shadow family this shadow society shall i say be some kind of hierarchy in that spirit realm right so maybe they are the overseers or maybe something like a, a protector maybe
0: it's a it's an interesting point. Can I, I need to ask you something else that we talked about off-air that I thought was fascinating. The, the mouse that you saw, I said to you, so the last time you actually saw them in the house, ha- pardon the pun, but the house and the mouse, uh, the mouse and the house, actually, um, you said to me, I don't know whether it's all the, the same entity, though it's the same person, so do you think this is almost like kind of a... Um, a, a shape-shifting thing that, that can happen with them as well, that they can turn into a mouse or they can change shape oh. into a cat or a dog. Or
2: So when we talk about anything celestial or spiritual, I like to see it as an energy, something that has its own ability inside of the altar realm, you know, the, the spiritual side of life. Um, and I do believe that with that comes the responsibility and ability of manifesting your own image to seem more approachable, maybe more friendly to the person you're trying to contact. Um, So a little bit of me does, does think that maybe it was one entity portraying multiple different personalities or identities itself to test which one was the one that met better with me, basically.
0: Final question. Do you fear the shadow people? No. You think that... I find. Go on. No, I, I was just going to. I want you to have the final word. What, so, what do you think they are? As in, why are you not scared of what some people would be terrified to see shadow people? Why does it not? Why does it not terrify you?
2: Well, it's a bit of a mixed feeling emotion for me. I feel like anything spiritual. Um, has the ability to, you know, latch on to you or try and be a bit more of a threat if it wants to. I didn't really feel threatened. It was just the fear of the unknown. Like when he walks into the room on me, um, if it had, if it has the ability to hurt me, I feel like it would have, and it could have, from how just surreal it felt in my presence.
0: Well, Nick.
1: My goodness,
0: mate. What wow. What experiences he had.
1: And well done for him for talking.
0: Yeah, I personally, mate, a long time ago when we talked about this, I mean, <laughs> he has been brought up, obviously, around the paranormal. We've had lots of weird things that have happened, and obviously I've instilled in him an open mind. But yeah. when we were on about it, he, at first he was like, this was a while back, he, he was like, oh, I don't know if I want to really... Talk about it openly, though, because it's still, you know, people mm. have to remember, it, it's a, it affects people. And when you've seen something, even if you believe it's real, if you've had a real experience, it's really hard, Dan, sometimes to talk because these ridicule, they can come with things. That's so, exactly my point. Yeah. We've got Mr.
1: X yeah. later on sharing his story about a UFO. He wants to remain, remain anor- yeah. anonymous. Yeah.
0: Yeah, but well, I, think, could,
1: I, I totally understand that.
0: Yeah. And I respect that, but I do think it's important yeah. that, that people can or feel if they can um, give comfortable. Yeah. yeah because it, it encourages other people to come forward and obviously yeah. it encourages other people to feel it's okay. Or somebody else has had a similar experience and the shadow, the shadow people, mate, I don't know if you know this, but the shadow people are seen all over the world. Do you
1: know what? I Googled, um, and I'm just going to read this out to you. Now, yeah. it says, you may have not heard of the hat man, but there's a chance he's found his way into your dreams once or twice. A spooky shadow figure, often described as wearing a dark coat and a hat, the Hatman is reported to appear in bedrooms when people are falling asleep or first wake up. The Hatman has officially become sleep paralysis lore, and has been reported as being seen in that not awake, not asleep state all around the world. A note that has left many scientists scratching their heads. Now, before you respond, Thano, you know, this has happened to me several times where I've I've woken up and I swear that there is someone Banging in, either on the window or the door. Swear to God, but nothing at all. Now, you're in this, you know, state of still asleep and waking up. So could there be a point
0: to that? Do you mean, could there be a point that you are you could be still dreaming slightly. Is that what mm, you're saying? Yeah. They could. Yeah. If I had to be a skeptic, a, a solid skeptic, I would be saying, yeah, well, that's what it is. But, but, and there's a big but. Mm. There, well, there's a few big buts. This, first of all, from Dylan's story. Dylan was eight years old. Eight years old. We're talking way back before the internet. Dylan yeah. didn't have any access or any knowledge of shadow people at all. Dylan has explained that he has seen the shadow man with the top hat, the long trench coat, and okay. then, which other Slim people, build. yeah, oh. and other people have had it from all around the world now. He would not have had any prior knowledge to that, so it's strange that he would have that, that image, you see in that person. Yeah. The, the other thing is, um, we're talking about sleep paralysis, aren't we, where you, you can be in between. But he, he was wide awake. He was wide awake, yeah. And he also said, i would never heard in the, 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 the VT then, but, he said at one point, it was nearly, an, the first time you saw him, it was nearly an hour that he watched this procession going on mm. and on and on. Yeah. Now, I haven't got a, click of, a clip of this, but I do know that listening to lots of other podcasts, I had a moment where I was driving along, listening to be podcasts like I normally do, somebody was talking about shadow people, and all of a sudden they said, and then something strange happened. I saw a shadow person and then something strange happened. They started to be a procession of shadow people walking along. And I thought, how would Dylan know that? How would Dylan know to say was like, it was like they are on a loop, they just kept coming past and kept coming past like they are on a loop? And, and so he's had an experience, this was in America, someone had had it. How can he have an experience as someone else is having in America, this looping shadow people walking past and walking past and well, walking past?
1: Yeah, there's got to be something, there's got to be something more into it.
0: Yeah, there no, I can be. I completely, completely agree.
1: We've got one thing that, one thing that, that really stood out to me was when he said that he could hear the floorboards. Yes. The physical freaked me out. That actually made me go cold.
0: (laughs) Well, talking about making you go cold. Um, I, I used to sleep after Dylan had, had, had moved out on that one. Um, I didn't kick him out, by the way. Um, after he moved out... Well, I spent... When he got to 10 years old, I <laughs> That was 11. <laughs> give him a chance. Um, I, I actually... Um, we ended up moving into that bedroom because it was like kind of the middle room, if you know what I mean. So to, to give yeah. the kids more room, we gave them the big room and we went into the middle room. Now, I'll tell you this. One night, I actually woke up. It's the only time it's ever happened. I yeah. woke up and I got sleep paralysis. It's only, I've only ever happened once, and I think I've mentioned this to you before. I heard, I never saw them because I couldn't turn around, but I heard somebody shuffling the feet behind me, like moving, walking around in the room behind you me. Tell me right. yeah. And also, I had a, a period, and I can remember this extremely vividly. I had a period of about two weeks once, building up towards Christmas, where every night, without fail, every night without fail, I would hear, I knew the kids were in bed, we were in bed. I would hear what sounded like somebody shuffling the feet from the kitchen, sorry, from the bathroom, which was right next to our bedroom, across the landing towards the far end where the the kids were sleeping, and then shuffle the feet back along the landing towards us. And it would do this over and over again, forward and backwards. Now it's only now making me get cold because I'm thinking now putting two and two together and it might be making five, but. He says that he had this procession of walking over and over and over again, this looping. And I heard wow. it. got that bad. This was, again, way, way back. I actually got yeah. hold of a, a, a recorder from somebody, a video recorder, and I set it up one night pointing across the landing to try and catch it because it was happening that often. I can remember, right, that just set the scene. I'd be lying in bed and I'd be trying to go to sleep and all of a sudden I'd hear the shuffling start and I'd be lying on my side and... I'd opened my eyes, looking towards where the door was, the door was shut, and when I heard it coming towards the door, my heart, I could i could feel my heart pounding in oh, my yeah. head. It, honestly, it was horrible. I mean, breathing a girlfriend, I could hear it and close it, and I kept thinking, don't open the door, don't open the door, please don't open the door. And then I'd hear it shuffling away again, thinking, that's great. Oh. But then part of me thinking, that's going towards the kids, that's going towards the kids. And then it would stop and come back, and don't open the door. Mate, this went on for ages, not just a couple of times, it went on for ages, every night for about two weeks. I set a recorder up, Nothing. Absolutely. Like it knew I was looking for it. Nothing. And it never happened after that. So I don't know whether it was almost like, it was like, well, I'm not going to do that. I'm not going to show myself to you. But we, I have heard the sleeping. It's also weird that Dylan said he felt it was almost like a portal. Like, yeah, he said it was almost like a portal. And again, that's making me think, Because another thing we have at the top of the stairs, and I make it sound like I live in this terrifying house. I I still live in the same house now, and in fact, I'm I'm, I'm going to be on my own tonight again for a bit. I always do this to myself. Um, I used to have also this column every now and again. There was a column of a smell in a column, so I walk across the landing and I could walk into the smell, and it was only it was only about the distance of like say a foot or so, and I could step forward. Breathe then, nothing. I'd step back, a foot, it's there. I'd step back, another foot, it's gone. And this, and it wasn't like it moved round. It was just a column of, of well, smell.
1: Was it Was it a nice smell? Was it an unpleasant smell?
0: I'm going to say this with the greatest of respect to the people I'm going to attach it to. But, now, I can say this. I can say this. Yeah. I think, I think it was me nan. Nice. It smelled like me nan, and it smelled like an old woman who had got to the point where... You know, she. It was the smell. Of a slight, it was the slight smell of urine. It was like an old smell about about it. No, it was. <laughs> and, <laughs> I'm not even joking, but it's what it smelled like. Like an old musty, yeah. wee smell. But it was yeah. her column. And do you know what was really weird? Mm. Years and years and years and years later, I uh, moved in with me now partner. She got a little bungalow at the time. And one day, um, it was night time, everybody had gone bad, and I went to walk across the living room. And as I went to walk across the living room, I smelt it. So I shouted and said, come here, come here, Alison, come here, come here, please, please, please. Now, Alison's opened up a lot more recently, and she's got more of an open mind. But back Mm -hmm. then, she was like, I don't believe in any of this bullshit. It's all rubbish. I don't believe in it. You can if you want, great fun, but I don't believe in this bullshit. So she had no, no reason to, to even go, oh, God, yeah, yeah, this could be something. I said, come in here, right, just come in here, please, please, please. I said, I'm not even going to tell you, because I need the test. Walk across here, follow me, and tell me if you smell anything. And she walked across, and she was like, oh, what's that? I said, right, now watch, step back. Is it there? No, step forward. Oh, God, yeah. And she even admitted, it was strange, it was a column of old people smell. Wow. So I mean, it moved.
1: How do, you, how, how do you explain that?
0: Seriously. Well, I suppose like any sense, spirits can can, can move around. We we have kind of we have kind of diverted a bit. You know, we we started off with shaggy people, and now I'm talking and now about now we're gone to smelly people. Smelly we. Um, uh, <laughs> oh. <laughs> uh, just just jumping back to to something at the beginning of the show. By the way, I did do a search while uh, Dylan was speaking. The, yeah. the 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 character we are creating. Um, it came from something where they did the Philip experiment back in 1972 in Toronto. That's it. Yeah,
1: that's
0: and they right. they manifested a ghost, didn't they? They created a ghost, and it become become real. Things started happening. People even saw Philip, and it's called a tulpa. So it's a tulpa. So is it Phyllis? Phyllis. Phyllis is our tulpa. So again, we'll mention this at the end of the show before everybody goes. But we need everybody to keep. Keep manifesting, fellas. Manifesting, fellas. Let's create it all over the world. All our listeners in America, Australia, India. Uh, I think we've got Sweden now. We've got Sweden, I think. France. Yeah. we got France. France, France, <laughs> France. 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 <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. So we've got people all over, and thank you so much. And obviously the fantastic people here in the UK. Thank you so much for being with us. Uh, we do appreciate you being there. And we love to interact with you, so keep that coming as well. So we are looking for Felice Auer-Tolpe. Um, so please keep keep looking out for her. Let's see if she pops up in London again. That'd be interesting if she starts becoming five real. Five
1: foot two. Yeah. Five foot two, grey, gray, short, curly hair. A lumberjack. A lumberjack. Is it a lumberjacket? A lumberjacket, yeah. (laughs) You know, I'm a lumberjack and I'm okay. (laughs) That one. I see Paul day. Yeah. A lumberjack jacket and dungarees.
2: Yeah, we
0: wanted to make a very, 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 very distinctive so that nobody could go, oh, well, I mean, let's be honest, the chances of seeing... A, a real life ellis looking like that is crazy <laughs> so if anybody does see that lady oh we
1: need we need proof we can't just have just mates a man. if we
0: get a picture or a video oh, of someone sent in please yeah. please please the first person please. tell you what first person to send in a we will send them a prize will yeah. we'll send them a yeah. secret prize it's a special prize a mystery prize Okay, yeah. I'm up for that. But we've yeah, got to be us a fellies, and don't dress your mate up as fellies. <laughs> it's got to be a real fellies, okay? We want the top of fellies. Yeah, don't go dressing your dad up. Oh. <laughs> yeah, Beryl, come here, man. What now? Just put the jacket on, will you? <laughs> yeah, we don't want that. So yeah, uh, oh, right. My goodness man. Uh, just also very, very, very quickly. Um, yeah. I we met. This is again. We're changing the tune, but you used to was changing a tune here and there. Yeah. This this is another little snippet. You know, I told you that that Dylan, um, when he was younger, said that he'd had an experience where the man hit him. Yeah. This is a short clip, but listen to how <laughs> he describes this. it's only very, very quickly. But listen to okay. that. Listen to okay. this, Nick. Right. So Dylan, um, a few weeks ago, we were talking on one of the other episodes with Nick and I was telling him about when you were a little baby uh, and I was in bed. You were in your bedroom, I was in mine. And uh, it it was like late at night, you're going to sleep, we're all going to sleep. And then there was a horrendous screaming coming from your room. You were screaming like mad and I thought something terrible had happened. So I I rushed across the landing and the door to your bedroom was like shut, which it shouldn't have been because there there was a stair gate there. Now... I can remember your fingers behind that door, like you were trying to pull it open because it was stiff on the carpet. And I pushed it open for you. You put your arms up, and I picked you up into my arms, and you pointed over my shoulder into into the bedroom and into this darkness where you just come from. And you said, "The man hit me." So, what can you remember of of, of that day?
2: I I don't recall anything.
0: <laughs> <That's it>. <laughs> what? <laughs> Oh,
1: come on! Mate. I was looking forward to that. I, I know.
0: Was do you know? Do you know when I recorded it? I said to him oh. when I play, when I play this for Nick, he's going to be like drooling with anticipation, <laughs> and he just ended with I don't remember. He can. He, in fairness, we did speak a little bit after that, and he did say I can remember. Yeah. I can remember the darkness in the room. He says I can remember kind of being in the room, and he said and I think yeah. something hit my leg. That's what he thinks. Something hit his okay. leg, but he was very. Very young at the time, but I just wonder what he said. I don't remember. I thought that's going to build up to a real good anti climax for Nick. So you oh, no, can't, no. can't remember, mate. You can't remember. Right, back to shadow people. So a uh, couple of quick stories here I've got for you. So um, we've got one here. This was uh, Sarah from the UK. So Sarah explained that she first encountered the Hatman. Uh, When she was a teenager, she woke up one night to find a tall, shadowy figure standing at the end of her bed. Much like other descriptions, the hat man was wearing a wide brim hat and a long coat. Sarah immediately felt a deep sense of fear and unease. Similar to other witnesses, Sarah described feeling paralysed and unable to move or even scream. She felt an overwhelming sense of a malevolent uh, emanating from this hat man, making her feel powerless and terrified. She said that the room felt extremely cold and an eerie sense hung in the air. Despite her fear, Sarah managed to break free from her paralysis and quickly turned on the light. To her astonishment, The hat man vanished instantly. However, the impact of the encounter stayed with her for a long time, leaving her feeling unsettled and haunted. Sarah's encounter with the hat man is just one example of the numerous stories from around the UK and around the world where the hat man has been experienced. Normally, it comes along with sleep paralysis, which we've we've touched on before again, so that's, that's really interesting. So that's Sarah in the UK.
1: Say so, so how old Sarah? How old it Sarah? does.
0: It doesn't actually say in the story how old uh, Sarah was at the time. Um, even though I okay. do believe when I did the research, I think she was quite young at the time as well. However, uh, right. we've got another story here. This is not from the UK. This is a lady called Heidi Hollis, who was an author and a researcher. Uh, it was shared her personal encounters with the Hat Man her book, the Hat Man. The True Story of Evil Encounters, which I've gone after order from Amazon because that's right right up my street. So according to, and we'll put a link to that in the show notes actually. So according to her account, one night she woke up suddenly and found the hat man just standing at the foot of her bed. Hollis described the hat man as a tall, shadowy figure wearing a wide-brimmed hat and a long coat. Again, you see, she immediately felt an overwhelming sense of fear and helplessness and she was paralysed and unable to move or speak. She tried to scream, but no sound would come out. The hat man just stood there and watched her silently. During the encounter, Hollis reportedly felt a negative energy emanating from the hat man, same as Sarah, which intensified her fear. She described the presence as malevolent and evil. Um, eventually, after that, uh, what felt like an eternity, the Hatman just vanished, and Hollis was finally able to move and speak again. This experience had a profound effect on Hollis and sparked her interest in researching and documenting encounters of the Hatman phenomena. She describes. Uh, Sorry, she dedicated herself to understanding the nature and the significance of these encounters and has collected stories from all around the world of similar encounters, which is her book that she released, which is called The Hat Man, The True Story of Evil Encounters. So they're everywhere, mate. It's a fascinating wow. thing, don't you think? It is fascinating, but there's got to be, you know, what I find
1: strange is Dylan's story. Yeah he believes he he was wide awake.
0: Yes. And he could move.
1: And he could move about because he did. He did move about, yeah. Did.
0: Andy, Andy he did. And he wasn't that, scared. And he wasn't scared. Other people saying they were terrified and paralysed with fear. He said he was more well, curious. Was
1: curious, but he, he was petrified when he um, heard
0: yeah, footsteps the footsteps he'd scared him then he didn't like that and also we didn't touch on this in, in the recording but something that I did pick up on is he said that during all the other times he's seen the hat man and the hat people and the animals and that they were walking across mm. Crop, when he yeah. got scared was when it focused on him and it started coming towards him so I suppose that's why he was scared because it was no longer he was watching a show it had kind of almost broke from the screen and went you I can see you and it started coming towards him. And he said, he said it was like um, it walked right up to the bump bed, chest height. So he couldn't see its head and its it, it, top of its chest. He could see its body. So it was a small child, a solid black yeah, figure oh, standing there. I'm not being funny, but if
1: that happened to me at 42 years old, yeah. I would be, you know, rather, rather.
0: Yeah. yeah. Love your long time. <laughs> oh, you raised me, didn't you? I, I hear yeah. your fault and I raise you. I love That's you a long right. time. <laughs> Mate, you're going to get me in trouble, you are.
1: Well, it's Wayne from Oxfordshire. He loves it. He really love
0: don't. you a long time. Thank you. Oh <laughs> me, i can get my own back on you. I swear, I'm get my own back on well, you. We, say we, oh, we, well, say. We, well. we shall see. Oh, we will. We will. We shall see. So come on, Nick. I'm. I'm. I'm really interested. In, I'm sure the the lesson as well as well. What, what are your thoughts on? I mean, what were your thoughts previously on the hat man or the shadow? The shadow people. And now, do, you know, now we've spoke about it. A bit has it changed your viewpoint? What do you think they are? I mean,
1: I've. Look, I've heard of shadow people before, uh, not necessarily the hat man. Now, literally, a few Google searches, demo, and you realise that this is happening, like you say, all over the world. So there has to be, there's got to be something going on. Either a rational explanation that, you know, we're, we're all human beings so maybe our makeup our our DNA our, our brain is doing some sort of pareidolia yeah well I don't know I don't it could well be but very no, I, you see pareidolia but
0: pareidolia is when if if you create like a, a face, face or something yeah this is a solid right. figure this is a person yeah. that's creaking uh, the floorboards moving. it's creaking the floorboards you know what I mean <laughs> Haridoli doesn't creak floorboards, does it? <laughs> Not that I'm aware of, no. 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 My nan oh, on the landing, uh, she creaks floorboards. Well, I bet she does. Well, yeah. She's dead for two weeks <laughs> and scared the shit out of me? Um
1: But I do I do think it's very, very intriguing. I do. And I think if scientists can i will be i will be interested to know. Say like a group of scientists did a um, a paper or a study on it. I'd be very interested to know what their findings
0: were. Well, Heidi Hollis's book that'll be interesting to read, won't it? I mean, she's collected. Yeah, I'm let, Let's get that. Yeah. yeah. Let Let me Absolutely. ask you this as well. Just this, this is just getting out to all, including you, Nick, because I can mm. I can see you now. I can see you. You can see on me. Camera. You can see me. Mate. Um, and all the people who are out there listening to this right now. Now, if if you are listening to this right now. Oh. If you are on your own, in your house, in your car, wherever you are, at work, especially if it's night time, just have a little think. Is there a shadow person right now watching you? That's something to think about, mate, isn't it?
1: Yes, yes it is.
0: Like, behind you now, could there be a shadow person? If I see something move behind you now, mate, I'd shit myself for you. Thank you. Okay, I'd do that for mates I would oh. do that for mates I would Okay
1: Nick. Well if there is a shadow person here Can you make yourself known Should we hear that noise
0: <laughs> I'm <laughs> not joking
1: I'm gone. Go on then Keep going Is there anybody here That would like to communicate with me Can you make yourself known to me please I think. But did, I think there was a tap. There was
0: a tap, Damo. Do you know the weird thing was, and it might be an electrical thing, and people who were listening, please listen back. The second time that you said, can you what? make a noise, I heard it, like a tap. I did, did hear you? it. Yeah. I Well, I heard it first time. First time I around. didn't hear it first time when you said it the second time. When you said that, I hear it sounded like a little tap. So if people have heard what I heard, I might not have heard it. I thought I heard a tap, and mm-hmm. I didn't know the noise you were on about. So... Good luck there, Nick. Oh, Haunted Studio 2, demo. Haunted God. Studio two. Oh. Mate, that's great.
1: It's great, man. I'll well, tell, I tell, I tell you what. I was at home. Um, this was way before lockdown. And it must have been about probably half past 11, quarter to 12 at night. And I was just getting myself ready in bed. turn the light off, bedroom light. And then I hear what can only be described as an ice cream van, but not from outside. From inside, demo. Do you know what it was? Go on. I've got a little music box that had been on the, the shelf for about six months. Nobody touched it. And that was going on. Did it make you bum um, twitch? It made everything twitch, Damo, which, you know, sometimes is a nice thing. It is.
0: It depends on what you're doing and who you're doing it with. There's nothing wrong with a good bum to itch every now and again, isn't That's right? Too right, yeah. Um, Nick, do you know? Do you know? Tell me what I want. What I really, really want right now. Um, What you want right now is a. Well,
1: there's you know, there's all sort of things. There's all sort of things. Do you want some laughter? Laughter's great, bro, I'm not after laughter. You're not after laughter, okay. Would you
0: like a harp? It, again, it's very, very nice, but it's not what I oh, wait for know, every single yeah. week.
1: Okay, what about this? This is a rim shot. <laughs>
0: hey, listen, listen, I have got I've got a new I've got a new one for us. I've got a new one for us that I that I got hold of. If you would oh, tell you, yeah. yeah. If you would tell, tell me how your week's been going. Just tell me how your week's been going on.
1: Oh, it's been all right. Yeah, it's um, unbelievable. <laughs> unbelievable.
0: I just—that's for our UK all right, listeners. Okay, that's for all our right. UK listeners. That's your that. long time. <laughs> right, <laughs> Nick. Please, please. Yes, Damo, yes, Damo.
1: Oh, okay, I know what you want. You want the Supernatural Quiz. Yes, please! Let's do it. So this is Tupani's Supernatural Quiz, and we have, as always, five questions with two possible answers. Let's see how well Damo can do on today's Supernatural Quiz. So Damo, as always, if you give me the correct answer, you'll hear this noise. Love your long time.
0: No you're not doing <laughs> that.
1: Yes Yes. If you give me an incorrector, you'll hear this noise.
0: <sighs> I, I like how you've cut the old the old wrong one and changed the new one. Oh, go on then mate, yeah, I'll do.
1: Okay, okay. And as always you've got fifteen seconds. On the clock. Join in at home. Okay. okay, Absolutely. Join in at home. Question number one, Demo. What is the meaning of ovni O V N E? Is it A an identified flying object or B operation of violent national interests? Fifteen seconds on the clock. <laughs> what is the meaning of ovni? Of is it unidentified flying object? Is it operation of violent national interest? A or B, Damo please.
0: Well, if it's not A, then B is going to happen. Right.
1: I need A or B, please,
0: Damo. I'm going with A, Nick. You're going with A? Can I just check your time. Yay!
2: It's
0: actually
1: French for an identified flying object. You know, when oh, well you... done. Yeah, thank you. Thank well you. done.
0: Yeah, thank you.
1: Did you know what? Did you know what, Damo?
0: You were just going to say, do you know? Oh, yeah. do you know what? Just as you were about to say whether it was right or wrong, I thought, hang on a minute. Unidentified doesn't start with O. <laughs> <laughs> it just started. So I've never been happier to hear. Love you, long time.
1: <laughs> Brilliant. Well done. Okay. okay, moving on to question number two, demo. Okay. In ghost folklore, what do poltergeists typically do? A Cause disturbances and move objects. Or B, bake cookies and sing lullabies. <laughs> Who wrote this? I You've
2: know. got
1: 15 seconds on the freaking clock. Right. In ghost folklore, what do poltergeists typically do? Cause This is A, cause disturbances and move objects. Or B, bake cookies <laughs> and sing hmm. lullabies.
0: A or B, J-Mo, please? It's A, my friend. It's A. Love your a long time.
1: Well done. Fantastic. Okay. Two out of five so far. Lord oh my.
0: Three more questions
1: to go. Question number three, Jamie. Are you ready? Yes. Okay. Which classic horror film features a killer named Freddy Krueger who haunts the dream <laughs> of teenagers, which is not a laughing matter? Let me tell you that. No. Now. Okay. No. Is it A, A Nightmare on Elm Street, or B, Happy Days on Maple Street? 15 seconds on the clock, please. Clark, I mean. Uh, which classic horror film features a killer named Freddy Krueger who haunts the dreams of teenagers? A, Nightmare on Elm Street, or B, Happy Days on Maple Street? <laughs> a, or B, Damo? <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's a. a hard one it's a tough it's one it's a, a mate it's, it's a. A. Is it a? Is it a let's find out is it a Love your long time <laughs> yes well done Damo fantastic three out of five so far moving on to question number four okay this is great who is often associated with investigating UFO sightings and encounters in the United States a or b A, the initial is FM, or B, the initial is MS, 15 seconds on the clock. Who is often associated with investigating UFO sightings and encounters in the United States? A, initial FM, or B, initial MS? A or B, demo,
0: please. I really don't know what we got. If I had to go with it, it's saying yeah. B. It's
1: saying B. Okay.
0: Oh, no!
1: A, Fox Mulder, or B, Martha Stewart? Of course, it is Fox Mulder! Thank you. Okay. Last chance. Mm-hmm. All right. You've got four out of five. Okay, pull it out of the bag. No, you haven't. No, you've got three out of five. You've got three out of
0: five. Yeah, I've got three out of five. So yeah, yeah. this so is the fifth one.
1: Will you get four out of five? Please.
0: Possible? Is it possible? Okay.
1: Which horror film features a haunted hotel and the famous house line, "Is Johnny"? Is it A, The Shining, or B, The Happy Vacation? <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
2: oh,
1: God's sake! <laughs> Which horror film? Unbelievable! Fifteen seconds. Which horror film features a haunted hotel and the famous lines of "Here's Johnny"? A, The Shining, or B, The Happy Vacation? A or B, Damon? What's your answer?
0: It's The Overlook Hotel, The Shining. Hey. Love you a long time.
1: Love you long time. Ladies and gentlemen, I am so, so, so happy because Demo has four out of five. Thank you, people.
0: Thank you so much for coming. Thank you, thank
1: you. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, oh yeah. well done. Well done. Do you know oh. what? Who wrote these? To? If, uh, no wonder he's not in. If they, if this is the quality
0: of question, Is that what Josh no is laughing at. Is that what he's laughed, Josh? Well, it must have been. Yeah, mate. He, I tell you what he's done. He's that that la- wouldn't have been Emma. I'm telling you, no, not That's absolutely sad. not, absolutely not. What was the Freddy Krueger one again? What was the alternative? Oh my goodness me.
1: Um, well, the, flipping egg. It's um, which classic horror film features a killer named Freddy Krueger who haunts the dreams yeah. of teenagers? A, A Nightmare on Elm Street. Yeah. Or B Happy Days on Maple Street. Even you ever know, seen that? I've Unbelievable.
0: Had, I, might, I might get it out now. I might rant it, because uh, that um, does sound pretty cool. I tell you what, it's weird, you yeah. know, when you'd mention Freddy Krueger as well. Um, mm-hmm. Shadow People, Seen in the Dreams, Wearing a Hat. Yes. Yes. Hey. Think about it. Wow. Perhaps that's where Wes Craven I, I might have linked that up. Wes Craven might have thought, yeah, that's pretty cool that is. Hat Man. You see what I'm saying?
1: out mate it's 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 not good that way I, I tell you what though the the nightmare i don't know which one it was but oh my goodness but as a child that's the first film scary horror film that i watched but well, i shouldn't have watched it because
0: i was breaking myself now I, pri- I, I was at primary school the, the scene that got me awake, uh, because it was nothing like Nightmare on when it came out, nothing at all. And I can remember... the bathroom, scene, was it? The, the scene that got me was right at the beginning when he's chasing, I think it's Nancy right at the beginning, and his arms stretch... It's comical when you watch it now, but back then <laughs> his arms stretch along, <laughs> yeah. uh, along the the, the, the stretch right out ac- across the alleyway, and he scratches his hand along the water. In other words, like his arms in the dream stretch to full wet of the alleyway, and he walks yeah, towards yeah, it with his yeah. arms that long. You look oh. at it now and like mechanical, stupid arms that ping out. But <laughs> it, at yeah. the time, because obviously oh. now we we expect everything to look real, but then we we allowed this like kind of um, theater of the mind to kind of play into things, didn't we? So. I just thought, what, what a classic, Classic, great films as well. Nightmare on Street oh, is yeah. a classic. How many are there? How many were made? Uh, I think it was about seven altogether, you know. Seven? Yeah. There was, there was. Uh, I can remember the Dream Warriors. Um, was there the Dream Child?
1: Well, the Freddy's Nightmares? Would...
0: Freddy versus the Jason? One...
1: Yeah. yeah. But the one that really stands out to me was the scene where she's in the, <laughs> I don't know why, a, a, a nice yeah, goes in the bath, obviously. And the hand
0: comes up um, oh. between the legs. I think that's Nancy as well indeed. It comes up and she wakes up and, God, and the hand goes back down again. The, oh, the scene God. the scene as well, the scene that always got me in Nile in Street, and I think it was the one that shocked a lot of people because nothing like it had been on before, was um, where, where she gets picked up in the bed and she's spun around in right. the air. And then she lands back in the bed, and uh, obviously she's slashed up and everything, and blood goes everywhere. But do you know who, who the chap is who's was in the bedroom with her? Her boyfriend. No. Very, what? very famous actor now, and he was in that Madame Street, and he's the, he's the lad who goes on the run. Okay, give me a choice
1: of two. A choice or three to make it harder. Make, think, it harder. Make, think, make it harder. I think make it
0: make it three. I think a choice of three would be good.
1: Okay, so. so if I get the correct answer, I will hear this noise. All right, Damo? Yeah. Okay, If okay. I get the incorrect answer, I'll hear this noise. Okay, okay. Okay. So... Over to you, Damo. Welcome to Damo's Horror Film Quiz.
0: Okay. Okay. So, is it one of these three people? Is it A, Kevin Bacon... B, Brad Pitt. C, Johnny Dapp. Right, I'm going to take out B.
1: I'm left with A or C. I'm going to go for, could be both, but I'm going to go for A, Mr. Bacon.
0: Kevin Bacon when he was younger. Yeah. You have got the... Or Johnny Depp. <laughs> <laughs> Which one Bacon. are you going with? Which one Kevin are you going Kevin with? Kevin Bacon. Kevin Bacon. Kevin Bacon. So are you ready with yeah. his finger on the button? Yeah. So you said, "Hey, Kevin Bacon. And yeah. the answer is... Johnny Depp. Ew. <laughs> <You. laughs> it says it's Johnny Depp. <laughs> He's joking.
1: Yeah, it was. Yeah, it was Johnny oh, Depp. Oh, yeah. gosh. Yeah. Do you know what? I do know that, but I couldn't remember saying Kevin Bacon is... is Do you know why I threw you?
0: Because yeah. he, he he's a similar age, and also, I think you'll yeah. remember slightly, the other week I was talking to you about the remake, and they were saying they might do one more remake of Nightmare on Elm Street, another another film, where Robert Englund will play Freddie one last time, because, let's be honest, the last film that was done without him, they had the other guy playing him, was shite, right? Fre- Freddie oh. is Robert Englund, but Robert yeah. Englund was asked if he'd got to play him one last time, who would you like to replace him? And he actually said, "I think Kevin Bacon would be a good Freddie." Right. So he has been linked okay. to play Freddie. So you might be yeah. thinking of that when you.
1: Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's it's those. Um, oh, what's it called? Um, you know, when they're, they're they're planted in your mind, and you. You and mean.
0: You mean memories? No, what's it called? <laughs> memories. <Right. laughs> memories
1: All on the cold of the
0: night. <laughs> 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 typical, isn't it? Absolutely
1: typical. It really is.
0: Mate, I've had a great time again, you know.
1: It's good. It's yeah. good to be back. It's good to be back, guys. And I just want to say from the bottom of my heart, thank you so much for choosing to listen to our, our crazy podcast. I mean, without you, it's nothing. Well, actually, no, without them, the listener, it's just a rehearsal demo. it says so, yeah. yeah. You, know, you know, we're not losing. Oh, no. <laughs> we're
0: but, <not> thank you, <laughs> but, but thank you anyway. <laughs> can honestly. we point out, can we point out, we yes, do need, we them. We yes, do we need them. We do need yes. them. We do need them. Yes, we do. Each and every single person right now, we love you
1: even mr x who has taken the time out to get in touch with the show um he only wants to you know we we only know him as mr x okay Mm -hmm. so mr x says hey i'm from durham england um because i know you both love the dirty place names do we love the dirty place names Uh, there's a place near me called
0: cockfield
1: yeah, and uh, you you drive past Mount Pleasant
0: to get there. Oh, you've been to Cockfield, Damo? Not recently. <laughs> no, no, no. Cockmouth no. not been there either. <laughs> okay, but you, have you been to Shitterton? Earlier on, almost. I got very close. To, <laughs> I got very close to Shitterton earlier no, on. He did. He did. I did. He but did. I was on the motorway. But, but yeah,
1: that's fair enough. Right, let's bring it. Serious now, yeah, because Mr. X wants to share a little, pe- a little piece of information that he's, he's given us. So, here it is. I woke up one night when I was around 14 and I heard a loud but low humming noise coming from outside. So I shot up and ran over to my window and looked up to the sky where I saw what looked like a very industrial looking craft. It was like salmon pink color and it was matte, not shining. And there were pipes and lights twisting all over the bottom of it. And as it hovered past the house slowly, I only saw half of it. But that half still covered over. A few houses. Now, that's my biggest UFO story that one hundred percent convinced me we aren't alone in the universe.
0: Thank you, Mister X, for sharing that. I mean, what do you make of that, Damon? I love me UFO stuff, you know I do. Um Mister X, great story. That's the other thing about a lot of these UFO stories, as the fleeting moments, aren't they? they are, you know, it's oh. very rare we have like a, a long drawn out um, experience. Someone has. Um. Sounds very valid. Uh, it sounds like a fascinating, and also I'm a little bit jealous. Anybody that's had a really good encounter with the UFO, I always feel really jealous because I want that knowing moment of actually yeah. seeing it. But fascinating story, Mr. X. Thank you very, very yeah, much for contacting thank, thank us. Thank you.
1: Yeah. Thanks very much. In fact, if you've got your own story and uh, you would either you know come on the show, we we can we can call you and you can get involved that way, or. You could um, just get involved and, and send it a spot of via email undiscovered at hotmail.com. leave your contact number in there if you would like us to get uh, in, in touch with you, and we will of course
0: make it so. We will make it so, make it so, make it so hello. Um, so. And I know we mention this each week, but just before we go, everybody's listening. Please, please spread the love. Speak to some of hey. your friends. Mention Undiscovered Planet to them. Ask them to have a listen to us. If they love us, keep with us, and then spread the love even more. And let's just get it all around the the, the, the world. Um, and let let people connect with us because that's it's a crazy world we live, in. We are here to experience and to discover this this undiscovered planet of ours. Well.
1: Yeah, I mean this is this is what we do. It's fascinating. And if there's anything you'd like us to talk about, let us know. Of course. This is your show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is your freaking show. Yeah, it's yours. It's yours. So Joanne, if you ever see another Phyllis, then please, please take a photo or video, let us know. Remember, Phyllis is in her sixties, she's five foot two, she's got grey short curly hair, she wears a lumberjack jacket and dungarees.
0: And she's our Tolpe. Right, Nick. Really enjoyed seeing you again tonight, mate. Oh,
1: it's it's wonderful, mate. Absolutely wonderful. You have a wonderful week and I'll see you next week. Fingers crossed. All, All permitted. All well. Who knows what's going on?
0: We will well, do, hopefully. mate. We will do, mate. Uh, every week now, guys, we'll be here. Um, do apologise, like I say, for last week. We had, we had uh, things that popped up and uh, couldn't get the podcast out in time. Um, but life slowed down now, so we've got plenty of time. And uh, I wouldn't miss it for the world now. So we will see you all next week. Until then, take good care, everybody. Later. discovered planet podcast
1: hosted by davo sims and Nick party brought to you by screaming head productions and spn media uk today's researcher emma botley has meticulously delved into the depths of knowledge to bring you this captivating episode sponsored by studio two in northamptonshire and paralysis escape rooms in stoke-on-trent